Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 21st of July. News from Asia is confirming the global growth pattern that economists have expected. The fact that data is proving economists to be right should be a surprise to no one. But markets sadly don't always pay as much attention to economists as they should. Both Korea and Taiwan had export numbers that were strong in absolute terms for July and for June, respectively. This is confirming that the global economic bounce back is in place. However, the momentum behind the export growth is slowing. This is to be expected as the surge in demand for goods fades and people shift to spending on services that pass the Instagram test. People want to have fun, and having fun doesn't need to involve electronic devices all of the time. This does underscore that Asia, in particular, will need to improve its domestic demand. Export growth is not likely to turn negative, of course, but it is likely to continue to slow. The shift to spending that passes the Instagram test may also be hinted at in the data from the entertainment streaming service Netflix, which saw the number of North American subscribers fall during the last quarter. As the United States opened up, people wanted to go out to have fun. It's relatively rare that people post Instagram pictures of themselves watching Bridgerton. The interminably tedious EU-UK divorce continues to be both tedious and interminable. Today, the UK is to unveil proposals for trade with Northern Ireland. This piece of theatre will be met with similar drama from the EU and the process will drag on. Does it matter to markets? The assumptions around EU-UK trade have already, rightly, been cautious in the wake of the breakup. It's possible that this latest drama could create more problems, but it's more likely to be viewed as a signal about the poor state of relations generally, rather than something that creates an immediate concern for markets. The human and economic consequences of climate change are again visible with news of devastating floods in Shenzhou in China. The increasing visibility of the effects of climate change means that pressure on policymakers to take action is unlikely to ease. That does include central banks. Central bank policy has always sought to influence economic investment and credit, favouring some sectors and penalising others, in order to achieve economic stability over the medium term. In the past, that has been about the integrity of the financial system through regulatory policy or inflation through monetary policy. There's nothing new in central banks seeking to minimise the disruption of climate change through creating an environment where some investors are benefited and others are left at a state of relative disadvantage. It's what central banks are supposed to do. With the data calendar still relatively light, market attention may continue to focus on the pandemic and related issues. There are concerns about the Delta variant in markets. However, it's worth noting that a return to the restrictions of last year, or even of earlier this year, seem relatively unlikely in the major economies. Rightly or wrongly, fear levels have declined. Companies and consumers have also learned to adapt. In the States, there's now reference to a pandemic of the unvaccinated, but vaccine rates are high in states that are the most economically significant. 
Investors should therefore be very, very cautious about attempting to extrapolate from past experience with the current variants. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.